1: The podcast hey Brooke hi Bridget we are here making a bad fake ad to thank you for listening to the first two episodes and to remind you to rate review and subscribe to us on iTunes please do we would love that and love you love you okay should we start for real now let's start for real Should I have this playing on silent i on silent is <laughs> a great idea hi Bridget
0: hi Brooke how are you today I'm good what are we doing here we are here because you have somehow stumbled your way into what we like to call
1: splat. splat. Oh, I, was, I thought you were telling me what I stumbled into. You mean the no, listener? No, I
0: do mean the listener. Let's do that again. Okay,
1: um, we are here because we in, have a
0: podcast. We okay? Yes, we have a podcast, <laughs> and it's called splat. splat.
1: Oh, okay, no. I know. Okay, ready? One, two, three, splat. splat.
0: The podcast.
1: The podcast. We
0: are here 20 years later and 10 years younger to talk about sex sex in in the the city. city. Gotcha. Boom. Uh,
1: We are navigating sex and the city.
0: And we're talking about what it means to us to... As
1: people in their early 20s, a millennial, if you will. A millennial living in
0: the Big Apple.
1: Well, you live in Brooklyn.
0: I do live in Brooklyn, but I, I work in Manhattan. So the... Manhattan experience I suppose
1: the New York the, the young young New York Bridget gets me to come to Brooklyn more than anyone I know who it's a lives triumph in
0: Brooklyn. for the record we are sitting in Brooklyn right now recording and I full, feel
1: great about full it full of sushi full of
0: sushi we just, shout out to the new sushi place sushi. I found
1: yes we a seamless t- oh no Bridget okay <gasps> no I did I used seamless I was gonna say talking about I was still stuck the New York experience Bridget mm. You just downloaded Seamless tonight, and you've lived here for how many months?
0: Uh, eight. Eight. I didn't even download it. I just used a browser, but i had been using Grubhub, which is very Chicago of me.
1: They're own. They're the same thing. I know, but everyone's like Seamless. That's because it's unique to New York. Like Un- unique, unique New York, New York. Oh, how I love unique, unique New, New York. York. <laughs> Warming up. Warming Yikes. Up theater bah, 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 bah. I'm an actor <laughs> I am certainly you're, not actively
0: an actor if you're looking for a, action a come act- and <laughs> get her we um, also rap on the side <laughs> and cats. And
1: oh god boots and I'm not even gonna pretend and
0: and- oh it's not worth embarrassing myself I'm so bad
1: my name is Brooke and I'm here to say <laughs> we're watching sex and the city oh really good Woo! <laughs> wow.
0: So that's what's going to make us right there. Um, yeah. So we're on episode 3. Episode 3, The Bay of Married Pigs. It sounds not at all violent. What is the Bay of Pigs? Oh, no, you asked and I'm not going to be able to answer cuz I only vaguely know. <laughs> Do you know what's an amazing thing? Google. I have here in my hands. Is that drum iPhone. roll going to pick up? Drum, Probably. Drum roll. You just made your vocal <laughs> cords shake by doing that. Wow, we're really hitting our stride here, my friend.
1: I think so. This, this is, is
0: important um, dramaturgy work for this you episode. You have to get so. to know
1: us in order to love us. It
0: was an invasion. I was right about the violence. Cuba, that's right. Mm, Come on. Yeah, yeah, what yeah, was yeah. I thinking?
1: of course the, the cuban missile crisis yes time. yes
0: a failed military invasion of cuba undertaken by the caa sponsored paramilitary Wait, group caa
1: group. or cia
0: cia did
1: i say caa i think you did like the huge agency okay <laughs> probably <laughs> reps a lot of people <laughs> they, they probably do yeah if you're looking i'm looking for representation at caa <laughs> <laughs> yep yikes yeah, that tells you what i do during the day i have one off broadway credit so i'm ready to go <laughs> she's a-
0: Star, she's on top. <laughs> Somebody bring her some ham. <laughs> Any opportunity to use that, I will. Well.
1: Um, I might edit that out. I think that's an ugly Not you singing. No, I loved that. The thing that I said. Oh, what? Yes.
0: Oh, no, I don't know. You can own it. <laughs> CAA, if you're out there. The good old ka, you know?
1: Ka, <laughs> ah, Maybe that's how you get them to come. You just walk around like, ka, ka. Amazing. and they're like do you need an agent like a like a stork they give birth to actors i do but do you need an actor <laughs> who's precisely my dimensions and they're like no nope.
0: <laughs> just thought we'd make you sad <laughs> wow like,
1: good job this is
0: not a sad actor podcast i'm not even actively <laughs> acting i'm so sorry I'm, everyone
1: i'm a happy actor a hap a, a actor. a actor that doesn't make it sound like no. sound like frauds at all but we're not here to talk about my thriving acting career we're here to talk about <laughs> sex and, and the city the city all right so listen this is an interesting episode it is because things kind of pick up it's i feel like the show is starting to
0: hit its stride mm-hmm. we one thing that i found interesting from the beginning and we'll kind of go through it here is as the episode progresses naturally but something that happened a lot in the first two episodes were these like testimonials from new yorkers on the street about certain things she also doesn't
1: break the fourth wall anymore and i'm like already yeah it makes
0: a huge difference it makes the show feel really cohesive before i was like am i watching is this an
1: infomercial
0: like what's happening yeah it feels
1: very very 1998 very 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 very. i did want to talk about the hamptons so that the episode starts with carrie and the hamptons with her two married friends who are like in their 30s and have a house in the Hamptons which just seems obscene
0: but I guess that happens to people it
1: happens I feel like I know some people our age who well maybe they're renting it they don't have to necessarily own the house in the Hamptons that's true that's true um, but the whole premise of this episode is the, like, divide between married people and single I'm talking with this strong Yes, act. married and married. Vary. Married. married. I'm going to pick it up married, from you. Married and she's married. Yes. <laughs> um, but the cold war, they say, between married people and single people.
0: And specifically, also, I would say married women and unmarried women.
1: Yes, how they're constantly, like... They become the enemy once...
0: Or once a woman is married, all her single friends are, like...
1: As if they had forgotten what it was like to be single.
0: Yeah. But this she goes up to the Hamptons with these people and in the morning walks out into the hallway, and the husband of the couple is just like butt ass naked. And he's just like, hello. Standing there with his dong out. And it's clear he doesn't care that she's he like he's he's talking about how his wife is going to go get some muffins.
1: The good muffins.
0: The good muffins. The good muffins. I he, feel like that's very the Hamptons. Have yeah. you been to the Hamptons? Um, I have not read a lot of preteen books about. (sighs) Which preteen
1: books?
0: (laughs) Um, do you remember the like the It Girl? No, was that what that was called? It
1: Girl, the one that came after Gossip Girl.
0: Yeah, that whole genre. I I would like read them secretly because I read so much like good literature, and my mom would have freaked out if she knew I'd
1: read. Did you read ever read The Click? Yes. Oh my god! I wrote
0: imitations of The Click. I was obsessed. None of it even really meant anything to me because I didn't know anybody really like that. I did. It was yeah. You probably definitely
1: did. South Florida, nine five four. What up? Hey, (laughs) didn't you meet someone who? Yes, at work. At work the other day. I work at um a boutique cycling. company flywheel she i work at flywheel, flywheel. <laughs> <laughs> i don't know please don't come and find well you have to you find don't, which one yeah they don't know which one but they came. 380. and i was helping them with something in their profile and i saw that their area code was from the 305 and i said miami i'm from Fort lauderdale that's so kooky where in florida are you from and they said aventura and i said great mall and that's in florida <laughs> and then i said oh my dentist is right by there and they were like dr freeline and we bonded over my shout our out dentist. to your dentist. Shout out to Dr. Randy Freeline, my dad's best friend. What up, hey. Randy? Oh, so not just the dentist, your dad's yeah, best friend. Not, That's they traveled Europe up. together as ch- as youths.
0: Oh, those are some those are some crazy times. Of
1: course, they did. Um, and we were talking about um, how small of a world that we found each other. It, there are a lot of people that come in that are from like high school. And I haven't seen or thought of them since high That's school. It's so weird. But a I weird look, place for everyone. Because people come. It's like it's a location where there are a lot of young people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. But I'm blonde now. I wasn't blonde in high school. So sometimes people, I get away with not being recognized. That's
0: so funny. And I was blonde until high school.
1: Whoa. Wow! <laughs> I can't even think of
0: a good joke to say about that. Talking a lot
1: of anecdotes right now, but also Bridget had mentioned something about her life, and I was like, "I know you, we've talked about this." Bridget was like, "Oh, I know you know me now," because Bridget and I are new friends, and we can talk about our love new- story. Yeah, new-ish, definitely. In a minute. That's true. But I, then she, I mean, we're in her apartment right now, and she said I asked where something was, and she said that it was in her side of the pantry. Well, she
0: she. I was like describing a sweatshirt to her and she finished the sentence for me. She was like, yes, I know this. And I was like, oh, I forgot you know all these things about me. And 10 seconds later, I told her something was in my side of the cabinet. And,
1: and she I, just like, goes silent. I started silent. tiptoeing into the kitchen, like trying to, with, with the air of confidence, but I have no idea where and
0: she turned around and was like okay i'm not gonna pretend like i don't know which that <laughs> of the cabinet is there are multiple cabinets also I'm like, I'm so it was sorry. so funny she just told it's me like, how, much how <laughs> dare you i thought you knew me friendship <laughs> over but um so now <laughs> sorry we've strayed so far carrie just saw dom oh, to remind okay, you be all
1: fine have you ever they seen will. some one of your friend's penises accidentally accidentally I mean, uh, yeah. Accidentally, no, on purpose. (laughs) I've certainly seen some of my friends' penises on purpose. Yeah, yeah, I would. Shout out to all those dicks. (laughs)
0: Well, yeah, I've seen a few accidental.
1: I don't think I've ever accidentally seen
0: a dick. Huh? Something to ponder. (laughs) It's quite a surprise when it does happen. I have a friend. We did walk by a man peeing on the street today. That's true. That's true.
1: I guess I have seen a man masturbating somewhere in New York, and that's a penis I wasn't planning on stumbling upon. Delicious um i I do have a friend one of our mutual friends walked in on one of our professors pooping
0: (laughs) wow that's amazing
1: yeah Yeah. i'll tell you more about that off the record i
0: appreciate that um so So carrie Carrie has amazing hair and just saw a huge dong the clothes in this episode are really good they're starting to kind of settle into the fashiony thing, although some of it is highly questionable. We can
1: talk about that
0: later. Carrie's eyebrows look great, and her hair is great. Carrie's wearing these interesting sheer pants too, where you can fully see they're, her underwear. Her pajama underneath. pants, right? It's just an—it's an interesting. A
1: lot of the oh, they really are just sheer. The, a yeah. lot of the pajamas in this uh, episode, I'm like. They're like nice clothes. They're nice '90s. Should yeah. I? If I start wearing '90s instead of the well, ratty T-shirts and box sophies from like fourth grade that i have amazing will will i suddenly have my life together yeah and like write a column that's so influential that it gets me on the side of a bus and to be able to pay for an apartment like this this is the hamptons
0: so carrie tells the woman what happened so nonchalantly and the the so the woman in this couple who's married to the man who had his dong out and she kind of freaks out at both of them and she sends carrie back to the city and Carrie tells her super nonchalantly, but I think also because it doesn't even occur to Carrie that it's, there's something weird
1: about it. Because it wasn't sexual in any way. It was just like this guy was in his hallway with his dong out. And Which like, is weird. And Carrie knows it's weird, but she wasn't like, oh, he was coming on to me. And then the th- the four of them have, the four, Carrie, Miranda, Samantha, and Charlotte, all have reconvened at the famous Sex in the City brunch.
0: And they and they're kind of about like discuss what happened. Also... Oh my goodness! I didn't notice this before. Carrie's wearing her sweater tied around her body, but instead of around her shoulders, she just has it tied above her boobs. Like under, the sleeves are under her armpits, tied above her boobs.
1: In this scene, they're talking about the dong in the living room, and, and how and how big it is. And they reference that they suggest Carrie suggests that it is the size of a pepper mill, which the waiter has conveniently brought over as a prop to give we'll them like fresh pepper. And will like put in front of his. But they, at this brunch, they establish this cold war between married woman and single woman. And they're all discussing kind of how they feel othered, like... Charlotte is saying, I, I don't think that this is true. I desperately want to be married, essentially. And they're like... When you're the only single person at a dinner party, and they all look at you like you're a... Loser? Leper. Or Exactly. Which I just think is a really beautiful part of the writing of the show that... You know, that's such a really vulnerable, especially for Samantha, to admit that maybe she doesn't like to be called a whore. I feel like she owns her sexuality so much. Yeah. She really is kind of the one of them who
0: seems to have it all at this point in the in, in most ways, you know, but she has her, her vulnerability slip through, which is pretty cool. She's such a badass.
1: Oh, Kim She's Cattrall. She's
0: such a cool character, too. I told Bridget
1: earlier that I want to just every episode take a minute to just bow down to the glory that is Kim Cattrall.
0: She's amazing.
1: She's all I want to talk about. Yes, also, especially her boobs. We do get some of those little um, interviewees that you hate. So now we have (laughs) Brooke's favorite, Stanford, happening. My favorite, Stanford. (laughs) And he's wearing wearing an adorable hat. And he is the gay best friend. And we have this crazy run-in with an ex-lover of Carrie. As
0: they're discussing... I'm going
1: to find this picture well.
0: As they're discussing, like, all... um, Wait, so before they run into Carrie's friend, this is important... Stanford is talking about an interesting phenomenon of being both gay and unmarried, be, where he says that this, a similar thing is happening in the gay community where everyone's scrambling to get married. And if you aren't, you know, it's like this extra, he feels this
1: kind of like double othering. He says the outcast of the outcasts.
0: Yeah, which is interesting. Not something
1: I, immediately I would have computed as a thought of um, The Hunchback of Notre Dame. Oh, wow. Yeah. God help the outcasts of the outcasts. That's a phenomenal reference.
0: Um, but then, immediately after that, they run into Her this slumber. old flame Who's now gay. Carrie's. And Who she's like, the last gay. time I haven't
1: seen you. Wow. Jeez, it's been years. I haven't seen you since you were... Um, Straight? Well, I was going to say in Miss Saigon. Oh, I still am. Uh-huh. I love Miss Saigon. Miss Saigon is back on Broadway. Oh, yeah. And that was a fun little 1998 20 years later. So then what happens on...
0: Um, They're like, oh, wait. you're." He asks immediately if she's married. Carrie's like, not really. I I mean, no, which is funny, kind of. And then pretty much immediately they're like, oh, this would be perfect. And they proposition her to bear their baby. To be their surrogate. And they give her their number and walk away. She
1: literally hasn't seen them since since he's been gay. Since he's been gay.
0: (laughs) And... Like, they clearly don't talk ever. She
1: didn't know he was essentially married this was before they were they could be civil so just partners, life, life or, partners. Yeah. Uh, and they're like here's our card will you be our surrogate and stanford immediately rips it up because he's they and um,
0: then we go to the softball game oh yeah but first i oh, want to talk yeah, yeah, about yeah. my
1: experience let me just jump right all over
0: that no this is a great story so you have I, to talk about this
1: i my my brother is gay <gasps> What? <laughs> oh, <I know. laughs> um my brother texted me. He basically said, you would save us $50,000 for artificial insemination if you would have sex with my, my partner and just bear our child that way. I'm trying really Cause hard. Because
0: then it would have his DNA. It's kind of a genius idea.
1: And, 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 and my brother and I look, look so much Identical, alike that yeah. it would undoubtedly, he wanted to Phoebe me essentially. Like I would happily give my eggs, like take them. Right. I don't need them right now. Would you ever do that? Not for your, you obviously don't have a brother, but for someone. No, I don't. Would you ever be a surrogate? Under the right circumstance, maybe. I yeah. think it's
0: a lot to ask of a body, you know? So, like, I, it would depend, you know, when and where. But under under certain circumstances, I think I would, yeah. Great. It's a pretty cool thing. It's a pretty it's amazing. powerful thing.
1: And now we're at a softball game. Talking about eggs and hitting things. Balls. Yeah. Baseballs. Baseballs. <laughs> Softballs. Miranda's a casually in her Harvard sweatshirt. Just to let you remind me. Oh you, yeah, it's like a
0: her her company's softball. And game. so
1: Miranda self identified as a leper because she's single, but she's so she agreed to get set up by one of her co workers. But she's
0: tired of feeling like an outsider. But uh, she gets set up with
1: a woman. At this is, point beautiful Cynthia Nixon has
0: very short hair and they're dressing her kind of intentionally, I would say butchy. Yeah. And she's if surprised just a
1: contrast to the other three. Right. And it is interesting cuz in
0: this episode it starts becoming a style choice more than it looks like they're just kind of dressing her sort of sloppily.
1: Yeah. Um but then the boss is like, "Hey, you and your lover Come should
0: come up to my office and have a drink right
1: no to so the apartment for a dinner party
0: oh yeah yeah right that's more intense and then
1: she's like i'm a lesbian
0: <laughs> and they go together oh but, but we the, don't see that yet the
1: most interesting thing happens where the guy that guy who sets her up she's like i'm not gay and he's like oh yeah this is crazy i've worked at the office for eight months and I've i haven't never
0: seen you with a guy i've never seen
1: you with a man she goes
0: that's circumstantial
1: he goes, she says it, right? Why, when did... Since, oh,
0: since when did be, being single become being gay?
1: Which I find. Let's talk about yeah, that.
0: Yeah, fascinating.
1: That would be, never happen now.
0: No, there are a lot of, that would, I mean, there will probably be a few people, but I don't think most people's assumption anymore would be, ah, I haven't seen you with someone of the opposite gender. You must be gay.
1: It's much more common to be single.
0: Yeah, definitely. And
1: especially younger. But sexuality is more fluid now.
0: Right. And just generally more accepted, I think, across the board. At least, you know, by small measures. But it's it's interesting how many times in this episode there's like an easy joke about being gay. Or like it's used as a punchline. Because on the one hand, there's kind of a lot of representation for what I would expect out of 1998. Yeah. yeah. It's just very prevalent. And no one's ever judging it. There, like is, the there bot- are
1: jokes made. I feel like in another another series... That came out at this time. If one of the characters was, like, on Friends, for example, mm-hmm. if one of the characters' bosses thought it would be gay, first of all, it would a hundred percent be one of the male characters. They would never assume that of a woman, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. they—I don't think they would get invited to something, right? As and like Courtney Cox had that super short haircut, being for a long excluded time. from something, right? You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, it's interesting, and it handles it in some ways very, very easily and in some ways they it kind of fumbles all over the place but this is an interesting thing where that that she asks when she says since when did becoming single
1: are your windows getting cleaned are they there's just like a st- like
0: <laughs> oh no it that's always there i think it's a cable there's like a cable that i think runs down the front of the building i know <laughs> brooke just got a spook of her life out my window L- like with a some. cat i was just like a rippling cat.
1: rope there was some rope just like as if someone had been hung. Oh, gosh. See,
0: Everything. I love murder. Yeah, me too. I just love being scared all the time. I hate being scared. Yeah, me too. I, that was facetious. I'm paranoid and I go out of my <laughs> mind a little bit, so. Um.
1: I will say that the window just made a little banging noise and now I'm scared.
0: <laughs> okay, good. So... So
1: Carrie looks naked. She does. She wears this nude colored tube top oh but also Miranda comes so Miranda comes right over after this game oh yeah and I was like why didn't she shower yeah I would I I don't think I I can only do one social event a day (laughs) I very rarely I think would be like Bridget I'm coming over right now I just had a spook Mm -hmm. it's amazing how many things happen in the show without texting that's I was just
0: gonna say you also would just text me that so the
1: difference between all of the things how different everything would be if it took place now right um but carrie's like i'm gonna get to the bottom of this i'm an investigative journalist to write for my new york star mm-hmm, so she mm-hmm. hangs out with her married her friends her married friends
0: who are very cute and very married <laughs> and, she, and even as she's telling them how like well she she does this really beautiful speech that brooke likes a lot about kind of how it feels to be married and how she describes how, how it feels to be single and then it's interesting cuz this couple is like sympathetic and they're smiling at her and they're ooing and awing as they're like basically sitting on each other's laps and being that couple having a
1: bit they're bits galore.
0: Yeah, they're very and they're very brazen and like the woman says pussy at one point which is like <gasps> wow, she's so of the times and
1: hip. But it's an inevitable setup. Yeah. They, they start asking the- her more pointed questions about what it's like but the pitying looks, they talk a lot about these like I feel sorry for you, looks. And yeah, all the way throughout this and episode. When it, when it, so she's she talks about when it when it feels bad to be single and it's like a family functions and mm-hmm. when I feel like I experience that also on a mm-hmm. microcosmic level.
0: Definitely. Well, especially we were talking earlier a little bit about how that happens more with couples or like yeah, people who is, are this in a is relationship. Something as people, I think we're a little young. As twenty
1: three and twenty four yeah. year olds, we don't actually people no one expects us to be married. In fact, I think it would be People, honestly, I think it's a little switch for us. I feel people judge people who are getting married. Oh, definitely. More.
0: But but just a casual relationship
1: is different. And especially older
0: people will just ask about that all the time. Oh,
1: yeah. Well, my, your family. Yeah. They just want you to be, quote, happy. So the cool thing about this, this
0: date is that. It ends up going really well, and they talk about how they know it was a setup, but they talk for, like, what, three hours, and the other couple leaves, and...
1: Yeah, and they go see a bunch of movies. They're dating throughout, like, the month of... It's very confusing about the, the what um, the time of year is in this episode,
0: because it yeah. starts in the
1: Hampsons and now she's wearing, like, a trench coat with a graphic tee and a... And, and a, a weird boat hat. crew boat hat. bizarre. But they're still wearing coats, like... Miranda's wearing a full pea coat at one point. Yeah, I'm just like, it
0: does seem a little
1: all over the place. But then they—they they, so she, she goes for a walk with this guy. She describes it as a DK, of like a something, some sort of DK and Y dress where it's like a basic, and you know you don't actually like it, but you know that you'll need it. Yo, yeah. <laughs> Can we talk about how Miranda looks like a ventriloquist dummy at this she dinner party? Does. She does.
0: She wears this crazy suit, which is again, like we were saying, this interesting nod towards making it more fashiony, but. She looks
1: like straight a up like a, like a ventriloquist, ventriloquist dummy. <laughs> she's in like a three piece suit, and her hair is like She's wearing red lipstick. She's like, "I am a lesbian." It's yeah. She's like really leaning into the role. Her hair is all slicked back. It's funny that this happens right before this next scene at a party with the other three because I feel like it sets Miranda out because I I don't think Miranda ever really gets as high fashion and feminine as the other right. three do. But this Which next, is kind of cool. This next scene: Samantha, Charlotte, and Carrie go yep. to a party for Sean Shawn, party. His new. This, so he is just new bol- he's just bought this apartment Carrie's. on the Upper West Side, um,
0: and, and they're showing up and they're wearing like it's a fascinating. It's they're each wearing a really simple dress, solid colored. Car- Carrie's is black, um, Charlotte's is red, and Samantha's is this like. Pretty greeny. Yeah, and, and just the color.
1: the cut of it is super indicative of who they are as people. Yeah. So, Carrie's is very simple, just like, like a spaghetti strap, tight black 90s dress. She's wearing a headband. She looks banging. She's always, I feel like, in almost a ballerina outfit at all times. <laughs> yeah, totally. I that aesthetic. Carrie is, is, yeah, really is on. Petite ballerina.
0: And in that same vein, Charlotte's is almost like an office dress. Like it's, it's like a cut, 60s dress. Yeah. It's like
1: cut in that little V. It Doesn't really
0: show anything, and yeah. And it's a little satiny. It's a little almost boxy on and her. I'm, like there's extra room. And then fucking Samantha. oh my god, Samantha looks so hot. She's wearing a V neck cut all the way down. It's a halter
1: top, and it's her boobs just look absolutely magnificent. And her back's out. Her boobs she, look her amazing. Her body I don't know what is they just I bow to the shrine of yeah. King it's Control. fucking amazing.
0: And they're all like taking their coats off, and they just look like this amazing. Matched trio. set trio it's like very
1: hocus pocusy almost yeah
0: very witchy you, and they're so excited to go into this party and the minute they open the door it's they realize couples. it's all couples and uh, they get these like judgmental stares they feel like they've been duped and they're like oh no we thought this was gonna be a fun party this is a boring married people talking to and each Shawn other party. comes in
1: and takes swoops up carrie and she a la mean girls is walking through them, or suddenly in like an animalistic perspective, but everybody is welcoming right. her. she's walking past
0: all these couples now, and suddenly, they're like accepting her and loving her. They're not.
1: They're not curious about her. She's safe. And and she's like, oh. And they even run they into think the I'm part the, of this, couple. the Dong family,
0: the family of the Dong. Right. Of the of the pepper grinder. Peppermill dick. The peppermill dick.
1: But, and there, and the wife is so much friendlier to Carrie. And it's because we
0: realize that she thinks Carrie's with Sean, and so all's forgiven, and she's not competition anymore.
1: Samantha, meanwhile, I love it's that we... she been taking
0: tequila shots. I love
1: when we get, like, vulnerable moments with Samantha.
0: I know. And she does get a little vulnerable. Well, at one point, she starts pointing out all the people in the party who she's fucked. All the married men. All the married men. And all their wives are, like, terrified. Not terrified. They're just smell that their husbands are obsessed with samantha because she's course they fucking
1: are. beautiful also every man in this episode looks like dwight mm, mm-hmm. i just watched the office i finished it she I did last i time, watched it through with her last time we checked i was watching the office and now i've she finished watched it. it i've also watched orphan black another fave and we're
0: gonna do maybe oj next yeah
1: we like to watch tv we do so um, oh so this this, this crazy man, Sean, brings them into his <gasps> oh, yeah, beautiful like, Upper West Side apartment and is like, also, I bought this mobile for a baby. That is three
0: years ago in Aspen. And, and Charlotte's basically like, this like, will
1: be a bedroom. Yeah. He's going to ask you to marry him after a week and a half. Like, babe just wants to get married. Carrie's like, that's crazy because it is
0: crazy. But it's also clearly true. Also, Kim Cattrall's boobs Kim. are phenomenal.
1: Yeah, I could talk about them. All day long. All day, every day. What's on your mind? Just Charlotte's like, it's she, Carrie says, some people read palms. Charlotte
0: reads real estate. Oh, yeah, because Charlotte's like predicting his whole future and everything he wants from the apartment he's bought. And yeah. she's also, of course, right. Also, not only is Samantha doing tequila shots, she's doing them in the bathroom like a true party animal. I know. I was like,
1: God, I haven't done tequila shots in the bathroom in forever.
0: No, but it hasn't been that long since we did a tequila shot because we did one in your apartment. like fun. On, like, a Tuesday. Like a Tuesday.
1: <laughs> it is a Tuesday today. We're still oh, young, young and fun. It's a Monday. Bridget and so, I, in the, we haven't been very, we've only been very drunk together, like, once. And we were both so true. drunk that I don't, we, we, we like, sort of Oh, my God, your off. birthday. Oh, I Twice. wasn't even talking about that. Twice. Oh, okay, so my 22nd birthday My twenty-third birthday. Twenty-third, it was when you were you'd graduated. I was a senior. Was I? When did I? It was you and Lauren. You're right. You're right. My twenty-third birthday. My old roommate and very close friend Lauren and I. Her birthday and I are two days apart. She was turning twenty-four. I was turning twenty-three, and we just had this party at this bar, this really cool bar, in downtown. And we had an open bar for an hour, and I have never seen a group of people in their early 20s Messier. just like they all Slam everyone was like cocktails. okay we have to drink as much as we can in this hour and they extended it for free for an extra hour so everyone did it for two oh hours God. i'm like double fisting these like vert long island iced tea type drinks and i just look messy as <laughs> ever um there's one photo of us from that night oh and i we are so happy to see each other. i know bridget and i have that was this,
0: before we were even
1: really friends yeah we have this like I feel like that was our long. We had a long romance, yeah. We would always just be really excited and always enjoy each other when we saw each other, but our paths we'd never really, really like hung never out crossed a enough. And then Bridget moved to the city, and we got dinner and we got barbecue. It was so good. Well,
0: Bridget, had been... Oh my like, God, it's the first one that comes up when you go to our friendship away in
1: Ireland. My head looks literally for, twice as For a actually. year, I was. I was in we Ireland like for Snapchat. a year. We were like Snapchat. We like Snapchat. We Snapchat
0: spoke a lot with each other. Yeah. Wow. Look how short your hair was. My hair was short. My hair was red. Different times. We'll post throwbacks sometimes.
1: Yeah. On the blog? On, no, blog. on the blog. We Twitter. do not have a blog. Don't, don't, please don't please. We will us. never have a blog. If we have a blog, kill us. <laughs>
0: murder us. Just my favorite, murder us. <laughs> <laughs> okay.
1: We're giving a lot of press to my favorite. We murder. are. I want
0: everyone to listen to them. Listen <laughs> to them so before good. you listen to us, honestly. They're, actually, no. Listen to them after because we, we won't be as good <laughs> if you listen to them first. Anyway, <laughs> so... Samantha. Come on the show. No, we love Samantha
1: you guys. Was, yeah. Yeah. Hey, guys. Hey, we love you. Okay. So you want to talk about sex in the city? Yeah, I want to talk about sex in the so city. So back at this it's party, over. Samantha drunkenly stumbles in. Oh, yes. To, while Carrie's talking to Big Dong and her his wife, who's no longer threatened, and is just blackout. Like, She's like, this party sucks. And Carrie's like, these are my friends. You know, the ones from the summer in the Hamptons. And she introduces them by name and drunk ass
0: Samantha like- goes I heard about you <laughs> <laughs> Big peppermint. deck <laughs> Peppermill dick that's right and the wife is horrified and they all
1: can't stop laughing and then we we cut to miranda at her dinner and she's like i have to be honest and tells her boss that because on the way out
0: the door that her boss is like i'm so happy for you and your
1: lady we should do this again and she's like "Ugh, i'm not a lesbian and he's like and then she says i just did this so i could spend time with you because <laughs> i wouldn't have gone to not spend time with him but talk about her work right right
0: sorry that's what i mean like get his attention right she wanted to talk his ear off about her work which you know ambitious and he says he was that
1: yeah and then he was like well damn
0: the wife was hoping to have some lesbian friends yeah our, my <laughs> wife wanted to add a lesbian couple
1: to our circle and and which is another weird like carrie gets all tokenizing gay reference um voiceover y about how miranda has just wishes her life her life she believes her life would be so much easier if she was with someone yeah and, and then so she, then in the
0: elevator she, she kisses, kisses the, the woman, woman, the poor woman who actually is a lesbian, and she's like, Nope, nope, I'm straight. And the woman's like, Yeah, you are. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, it's funny. It's it a funny moment. It is very and funny. Miranda's Shoot. like a ventriloquist dummy. She still. does. It's crazy. It's so silly. And then we cut back to
0: So K- the end of the party. Oh, that's Keri right, sticks so sticks Keri- around. Carrie sticks around, and as she's putting her coat on, Sean is like, wait, I wanted you to spend the night. And she's like, oh, buddy. he goes into this
1: whole monologue about – She's like, we want different things. She's and he's like, like can, you so can you smell my desperation? Can you smell my desperation? Like goes in this whole thing about women are always talking about wanting to be married. And then he tries and I'll never just say like yes. After a week and a half.
0: Yeah, like take a deep breath. But he he all he wants is to get married, which is interesting and it's an interesting subversion I don't of the character trope, I guess. I don't
1: think that's true anymore.
0: Yeah, I don't know. Well, again, we also, I guess, are on the young end of yeah, this. We're tiny. We're itty babies. I think what you said is true that now people our age are more some are more judged yeah i mean if married, obviously honestly, like i know
1: people who are engaged so i'm like hell yeah right Marry And then i other. know some people who are I'm engaged like, it's like, what? what um yeah. and then carrie's like wait a minute i know who i can set you up with my friend charlotte who also really wants to get married and they go on one date no and they and go he... on a couple of days they go to some concerts oh you're go... right you're
0: right and then on one date they go to look at Some like porcelain or some china to buy. And he points out a pattern he's always wanted. And she she breaks up with him on the spot. They
1: say, it would never work. He was American classic. She was French country. These are the whitest privilege problems (laughs) I've ever damn heard. Mm -hmm. Your china taste is different. Wow.
0: No No one has ever come overcome a more
1: taxing issue. You know these Chinese plates. Chinese, Chinese china oh but, but, but. my god but, 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 but. <laughs> um, <laughs> there you go I like oops <laughs> and then they all go to the movies together and Carrie's like as friends nothing's better and she's wearing yeah. this hideous bandana she is it is hideous and
0: then they pan up to the full moon and it's like oh the end the of these funniest. episodes just kill me it's like me. the end of Greece almost where they drive off and up into like the sky and you're like what moon. yeah a little cut can moon. I take
1: a second to have my my rate the men rate right, the men oh man, yeah rate right, the
0: men of this episode you yes. can talk about this
1: if you want to you can chip in but i want you to i took what's your notes? rating <laughs> oh of course you did brooke loves notes. It's good i love thing take does. notes i love oh, i judging, have like I know, lots it. and lots of notes okay so the men in this episode are always number one forever for me stanford second is gay joe which i think says a lot about me i'm in my notes i literally wrote Joe is cute. Hello, Joe. He's gay now. God, story of my life. You did, yes. (laughs) Miss Saigon is back on Broadway. Miss Saigon is back on Broadway. (laughs) The heat is on in Saigon. Hashtag Miss Saigon Broadway. Nice. Saigon Broadway. We
0: are also endorsing (laughs) Miss Saigon on Broadway. (laughs)
1: <laughs> like pe- most people are gonna have but this pod- is the thing we don't have any paid ads so we can just do whatever I know. we want most podcasts have like Blue Apron and we should Casper just we should pick start- things we want to endorse and do f- commercials <laughs> for I them every week just for like Broadway shows just we like. things we like things we like wine
0: yeah this is a good bottle uh castillo del diablo okay
1: wait so Cabernet, stanford highly recommend ten dollars bottle gay joe and then sean to be honest because he looks like a young vince mm, vaughn
0: he does uh, like i don't know if i'd say young or like knockoff vince vaughn but either way it's knock knockoff young vince vaughn
1: and then That's everyone else call. everyone else including peppermill dick except Pepper Mildic, we forgot cute. to talk about the best part of the whole episode which was drunk samantha charlotte takes drunk samantha home and is like sleep on my couch oh my god and then drunk samantha comes down and fucks the doorman by Who's seducing this, like, young him young
0: man from overseas she just, she just walks out on the street where he's smoking a cigarette opens her coat is wearing lingerie and she
1: again Kim she, she's the tightest
0: body i've ever seen Damn. it's
1: obscene it's rude And she's the oldest character on the show. I did an air quote with woman. And she's also not young, though. Like, for. I'm going to. I have to blow my nose. So I'm going to let you. I I have a little bit of a a cold, everybody. I'm so sorry. Oh, that's no good. Okay, Brooke's going to go close her nose. Bridget takes the mic.
0: I just. Did you hear what I just said? Close your nose even better. We're just going to stop it up forever. Oh, yes, it's Bridget's Corner. <laughs> Hello, everyone. If you may remember from, I believe, our first episode, we had a Brooks Corner. This time we have a Bridget's Corner. They're pretty similar. The only difference is between an ook and an idget. That was terrible. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I will probably say that again. I'm not going to promise that I won't. But <sighs> Brooks, an ook and an idget. <laughs> Brooke just suggested that the name of our podcast be Between a Book Between an Ook and a an Nidget. I think that's beautiful and charming.
1: She's back, everyone. Ooh, it's a square again. Ayo. <laughs> a square? What would it be if there were two if there are two corners? What shape am I? A line. Or just a straight. No, but you have to have where are you? A, a very. I do not know what we're talking about. Because if there has to be two corners. To what?
0: If there's a Brooks corner and Bridget's corner. Oh, good, corner. good, good. See, I missed what we were talking about. We were just doing hands. You put lines. them together.
1: It's a square. Oh, yeah. Like this. Yeah. Yeah. Ta-da. We're making Ayo. squares with our hands. Speaking True. of fonts. <laughs> Speaking of fonts. You know I Brooke love. Brooke <laughs> loves. <laughs> <laughs> this is just an episode called Brooke Loves. Speaking of fonts. Um, I love
0: <laughs> the font at the beginning of Sex and the City because it looks like a Broadway font.
1: It looks like the Broadway, the Broadway font, font. On Word. Yeah, you're right. If you haven't con- considered <laughs>
0: Ooh, If you haven't continued.
1: I've made up Word every episode so far. <laughs> it's really good. I'm going if you haven't to go get the wine. Figured it out. I love Broadway. Ooh, and now it's Brooks Corner. Um, wow, it's good to be back in the corner. Um, Bridge is not far off. Ooh, it's nice and warm in Brooks corner.
0: That's because I turned the heat
1: heater <laughs> up. Good one, Bridge. I'm in your corner. And I
0: brought one. So should we should we talk about So here's something I wanna know about. Tell me your favorite episode. Sorry. <laughs> Let me talk. Tell me your favorite outfit in this episode.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. If I could create an oh, oh, it's Charlotte's nighty. Charlotte comes out late in the episode because she hears the British doorman that Samantha fucked milling about. And mm. she comes out and she's in this dress that <gasps> I call it. I would
0: wear every day of the
1: summer. I call it a dress because it's not a nightgown. It's like, no. looks like the bodice of a wedding dress on just like a delicate satin.
0: It just has these like pretty daisy kind of pattern laciness on top. Like ideal for a. It looks like something I would bear, buy at American Eagle for the summer. American you know? Eagle. I, they've had a resurgence for me. I don't... Mostly Aerie, the underwear. Oh, good shit. And they're like seven for $35 and they're cute.
1: Maybe Aerie will sponsor the podcast.
0: I would love that. might be a little corporate for us, but... Yeah, fuck the man. Fuck (laughs) the man.
1: What's your favorite outfit?
0: My favorite outfit? Oh,
1: it's either that, sorry, or the ventriloquist dummy.
0: The ventriloquist dummy is pretty good. I think my favorite outfit is when they're in the restaurant and she has her sweater tied over her boobs i don't know if you even caught a glimpse of that but it was really ridiculous
1: it was like tied here that's so silly silly. here being right over the breast yes thank you you're welcome who do you resonate with most in this episode that is a
0: really interesting question maybe i'm torn between carrie and miranda Uh uh-huh just because i've had similar-ish experiences to both of them in this arc in this story kind of
1: i've been set up with a horrible guy but that's not what this is. We'll get no, to that story yeah. later, team. <laughs>
0: he's, not, he's not horrible, though. He's like... No, he just like... He's just over-eager and wants something different, which hasn't quite explicitly happened to me. But I don't know. I feel... Because I think Carrie is supposed to be the most even-keeled and, like, you're supposed to vibe with her most because mm-hmm. she's the narrator, kind of. Mm-hmm. She's... she's The least extreme in some ways, so I think I often kind of come back around to hers. I often feel like Samantha, also, but to to this night, Samantha is not me at all.
1: I feel like I was Charlotte because I wasn't really featured. (laughs) (sighs) Just in general, (laughs) no, just in this episode. Like I didn't, I didn't really have a lot going on. Yeah, (laughs) I dig that. Yeah, I. I I just like like was simple. I feel like I've wanted to like people because they seem right. I guess that's true. So I guess. That's true. Carrie's whole thing with Sean about how she really wants to like him because mm-hmm. he's what she should like, but she doesn't. You know who's not in this episode? Mr. Big.
0: He's not, which is interesting. But I have a feeling he'll come back slow and steady because he's, nope, he's just going to walk back right in.
1: Fucking spoiler alerts, Brooke. Coo-coo-coo. all right oh i'm sorry mr big don't be big part of the show spoiler okay before we sign off no we're not signing off yet we have so much more to talk about i have so many more questions what i was gonna say is before we sign off we have so much more to talk about (laughs) (laughs) Um, tell me your questions my question was so they talk a lot in this episode about single bashing and being Mm felt less than so what right. do you think the millennial slash the 2017 version of, of that would be maybe
0: well there's the very cliche millennial bashing which is this like there's every argument from like we do the bare minimum at work to we're working long hours and never off of our phones on like emails my
1: mom and dad are more on their phone my mom's on facebook way more i know than a lot of adults who spend a lot of time on
0: there's the like they're entitled and they they been given participation trophies argument which also like well who handed those to us and also you ruined an economy and then handed that to us also (laughs) and but it's i think that's a big one um but in terms of relationships oh interesting interesting okay in terms of relationships i do think there's um there are a couple of stigmas one would be if you switch relationships too quickly Mm -hmm. and that probably always applied but or if you're like i don't know i guess i guess there is kind of a limit especially for women still like if you're really sleeping around you know that's something that people there's a limit to what people are like oh she's so fun she's having fun she's expressing herself to like wow she's really just
1: you know i'll never have that problem
0: no, me and either. But I certainly sexless and people. the
1: city. Sexless in the city. S-
0: but you know where you're full?
1: Cycle in the city. <laughs> oh my god. We talked a lot about my firewheel. cycling, stadium cycling. It's a good thing. It's great. I love it. You
0: do love it. Brooke loves flywheel. <laughs> <laughs> I love fitness. <laughs> Brooke loves fitness. Brooke did bar today, so whatever. Don't let her tell me. you she doesn't love fitness. I also
1: got a haircut.
0: She looks fly as fuck, and I wish you could all see it. There might be some photos from t- <laughs> from tonight, but they will not be great. Um,
1: I did have a haircut, and she does look fly as fuck. Come, I am I'm single. Speaking of, I am single. I am single. No, I am single. <laughs> I am. <ma'am, single. laughs> single, single. <laughs> i am single so if you're a good looking boy, up come at me fellas hey yo we should be we're drinking wine out of a straw i feel like i'm out of one now. straw together yeah
0: i know oh.
1: you have not have you enjoyed listening to that journey listeners of us, of getting, us getting drunk do you love us i want to listen to us <laughs> that's just because i'm obsessed with lots <laughs> of. i love myself oh my god back to flywheel <laughs> yeah but one of the instructors was playing with DJ Khaled, like, all I do is win, oh, win, yeah. win. And I was like, I don't know what it is, you guys, but I'm amped. That song. Oh, amazing. It just amped me up. Yeah, it's a good one. I was so
0: excited That's after That's like, you know what song I love? I got bills. I gotta <laughs> pay. So I'm gonna work, work, work every day. Do you not know what I'm talking about? <laughs> We're gonna finish this podcast and listen to Bills by Lunch Money Lewis Okay, well, you know the
1: song that gets me tell me oh good because you know what else bridget and i did this week we watched the trolls movie oh it
0: was so good the best animated yeah. feature she's been telling me
1: of 2016. <laughs> best animated feature of 2016 and no one has listened to me everyone's like shut up brooke it's just trolls and i said no it's not just it's Trolls. It's never just It's an amazing trolls. film. It really touches your soul and pulls at your heartstrings. And a really beautifully it's really beautiful made. It's beautiful. It's every, so every, fun. The details are so intricate. The story the is great. The soundtrack is phenomenal. I love it. love the movie Trolls. It's real good. That's all.
0: I also love my sister who's <laughs> tiptoeing past just us. The room. <gasps> Mara
1: uses the bathroom. What? Well, so we're at Bridget's apartment, <laughs> and they have what I I had never seen before—a water closet. It, my mom called it that, and I was like, "Oh, that's what that means."
0: <laughs> it's literally a closet. It's that a has a toilet. Toilet in a bathroom.
1: And the most fluorescent
0: fluorescent light you could imagine that beams you up into space every time you go into pee. When we first started talking about
1: doing this podcast. <laughs> I was like I, wanted to do it in there I was don't a know why booth. but someone we we have our our producers I'm calling them out officially yep. Sean and Cash Sean and Cash have gifted us and lent us this beautiful equipment that we can sit wherever we want but I was under the impression that we needed to be like in a closet right. or a bathroom and I was like perfect Bridget just really close to each other we'll sit I got you we'll sit in your bathroom and we'll record the podcast and then I forgot that it was literally just a toilet just a toilet in in the in a closet, and I was like, we would it's have amazing. to be like circus, like straddling each other.
0: It's crazy. Oh, there's one of our producers there's right now. There's one of our producers right now. Hey, Sean. Amazing. I think so. I think it's time. Is it time? Is it time? Wait, first, is it time? Um, before it's time, <laughs> <laughs> I want you to tell me something. Um, you're something you're excited about this week that you've like listened to or found or or seen or. I just did. I just talked about trolls. Okay, you've been excited about 12 for months. <laughs> that does not count.
1: Um, well, okay. Oh, I'm finishing this book that I love. I'm reading mm. I'm reading the I'm gonna read them. Elena Ferrante, the Neapolitan novels. Um, there's four of them and I'm almost done. Like on this train ride through. from tonight I'm gonna finish. And then I'm starting I'm starting more in peace. I'm really excited about books right now. Even though I watch a lot of TV. We love listen, books. We love books. My Brooke. Brooke. Love <laughs> <Books>. <laughs> Brooke loves books. Mm-hmm. Um, Bridget, what does
0: is, what is Bridget love? Mm, last week, I listened to an incredible podcast series, mini-series called Homecoming, which I told Brooke about on Friday, like, was like, you must listen to this. It's kind of, it's a mini, it's like a play almost. There are six episodes oh, and they're about yeah. 20 minutes each. And it's, it has an incredible cast. It's like... Um Catherine no no no, who is it? It's um David Schwimmer is plays this like crazy, creepy, well done guy. Catherine Keener is the main character. Oscar Isaac is in it, who I love Amy Sedaris, there are a billion love Oscar people. Isaac. And it's basically it's like almost two hours, maybe a little more. Um Oh, but also done through, like, phone calls and therapy sessions, and it's it's so suspenseful.
1: I want you to talk about that episode of Dear Sugar.
0: Oh, so in relation to this this, um, episode of Sex and the City that we watched tonight, there is um, an episode of... Dear, dear sugar radio, um, which is an episode, which is a podcast that I, <laughs> I love and listen to all the time. Cheryl Strait is so wise, and I, she and Steve Almond deliver peace into my life regularly. But um, peas, they deliver peas. Yes, frozen peas. I need them. I put them all over my body before I sleep. Are you swollen? I, yeah. I um, I. I'm just picturing you in a bath <laughs> of peas. we can make that happen. <laughs> I don't know why we would, but I kind of want to. Anyway, um, I there was an episode where a woman wrote in about um, she had given her friend a wedding gift. I believe it was money. And her friend wrote back a thank you note that basically said some version of, Thank you so much. I'm going to use it for X, Y, Z because I know that's something you care about too. Also, I know you'll find someone soon. It's so hard, but you'll like find your perfect person just around the corner. And the person who'd written in, so dear sugar is kind of like It's like a dear Abby,
1: dear Abby, basically. It's Cheryl, but Stray. Cheryl Strayed
0: and Steve Almond, who are just like wonderful, wise. i read. Kind. I've
1: read Tiny Beautiful Things, which is like which a is collection like of dear it. sugar. Yeah, but I've never actually like because it used
0: to be, and maybe still is, but I think mostly used it's to be amount. a written. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Column. And now they do a podcast. And they've been doing it for pretty much exactly two years. We've just shouted out all my favorite podcasts. (laughs) I could keep going. I love podcasts. I have so many podcasts. Yeah. But this letter writer was uh, really offended that her friend had written back and was like uh, uh, telling her she wouldn't be single for that long and apologizing to her and telling her that she would find someone soon. Um, And so this last episode that I listened to, sometimes they call people back after they've done an episode and okay and they see like what happened and if they took their advice and what and what the person ended up doing and not and whatnot and this letter writer had called in and told them what happened and they she'd gotten drunk and Facebook messaged the friend and was basically like you know this made me really unhappy when you wrote this and I was offended for these reasons anyway the friend wrote back and said Which is, and this was Steve Allman's side was that he sided with her, that it had been really rude. And Cheryl Strayed said, I don't think the friend meant it this way. I think she meant it genuinely and it didn't come across well. But basically what the woman had said after she was confronted about it was, I'm so sorry. I wish I'd never said anything. The reason I said it that way was because being single was so hard for me and I was so excited to be married. But it was just really interesting the different perspectives basically on on marriage from like a contemporary people who are married And of the age that Carrie and her crew are and how people can be, how that can be interpreted, you know, and what it feels like to be single and how you're then interpreting everyone else's actions toward you because she was offended, but her friend hadn't meant it that way. Yeah.
1: I feel like 90% of the time I'm happy that I'm single and then Mm -hmm. 10% of the time I'm like, but, but, but.
0: Well, right. It's really nice to be on your own a lot of the time. And then there are times when it's really nice to not be on your own. And oftentimes when you want to be on your own, you can't. Or when you want to be with someone, you can't. Even if you're in a relationship, I think sometimes it doesn't work that way, you know? Yeah. (laughs) I say as if that's not very true. (laughs) Didn't even, yeah. Anyway, um, thanks for hanging out with us. (laughs) Thanks for chatting with us. Woo! We've made it through three episodes of Sex in
1: the City, approximately a million to go. Hope you're in it with us for the long run. And they just announced that a third movie's coming out. So <gasps> we're in it. We are in it. And you're in it too. So you're in it with us now. This was Splat. This was
0: Splat, splat Podcast. <laughs> oh no, I say Splat the Podcast. I like that. If it's
1: Splat, splat the Podcast. <laughs> I love it. I love it. How can we, let's, I know. Or we can say it together. No, I like when you just say it. Okay. I think it's sweet. You're sweet. Oh. Um, find us on social media. On Twitter, I'm Brooke underscore Wiseman. I'm at Mrs. Burt Macklin, but we are t-
0: collectively together. At,
1: at, Splat, at Splat Podcast. podcast. At that was Splat Podcast. At Splat Podcast. And then the Instagram, also at Splat Podcast. If you want to see pictures, for example, of the two of us from that party, that'll probably that'll be probably up on be the Instagram. That'll be up at some point. Yeah. And I am... At Brooke Wiseman, no underscore. You're giving them a lot to keep track of. Oh. I am at Bridget M37. Speaking of my Instagram, I think we talked about this a little bit in the last episode about my love of the musical, the Broadway musical Cats. Oh, yes. But since then, for Valentine's Day, I got myself <gasps> uh, a cat sweatshirt. cat sweatshirt. And it's vintage. Good for and you for treating yourself. from the
0: 80s. That's the only way to do it. And I love it. Okay. Today, someone posted a set of cats' valentines on Brooks' wall, wall, and I they scrolled. did. scrolled. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, wow. I don't. Lol. have Facebook on I, my phone. I haven't been on it all day. Oh, I'm excited. So I
0: scrolled past it six different times, and every time I saw it, I went to tag you in the comments, <laughs> and then realized it
1: was what Johnny had posted on your wall. People know that I love cats. Yeah. It's become like my brand. Yeah, is well, a girl who It loves is your cats. brand
0: unabashedly. Thank you. We, okay. Love, okay. You. we love you. Bye. We love you. Have a great night. Bye, babes.